Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. So I went back to the old school way of doing things. I'm recording off my phone. I didn't feel like going to a studio. I didn't feel like setting up equipment. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give people a little bit of what we got on Friday. So if you know, on Friday, we had the the reality is speakeasy open dialogue about love and relationships and intimacy with Dr. Cat Smith. I started not to give you guys anything because you could have just showed up and heard it for yourself. But some days I'm a nice guy. It's Monday, so I'll be nice. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. This is a live episode. Um, so we're going to give you the opportunity to get some free advice on love, intimacy, and a whole lot of other information you may need in reference to dating if you're planning on getting married or whatever the case may be. So if you don't know, my name is Anthony and you're now listening to the reality is where filter becomes extinct. And what you are about to hear is a live episode of what we recorded this past Friday at the Wild Detectives Bookstore in Bishop Arts District of Dallas with a good friend of ours, Dr. Cat Smith. So. I want to say thank you to Artesia Swindle for helping me put this together. Thank you to Carlos, the manager of Wild Detectives. And again, as always, thank you, Dr. Cat Smith. Hopefully you guys enjoy this, but this is the micro version. We were there for about two and a half hours, but I'm, I'm going to give you guys probably about 30 minutes. You're going to hear some good stuff. And hopefully with us shortchanging you on this one, you may want to come the next time. So without further ado, be blessed. Let's go up. Let's get to the podcast. I'm in fuck with a G, girl, you already know I got a hundred on me for the night Shawty, don't you leave for the night No, you don't know This is a really cool little spot, I have to say <laughs> um, And on the 22nd, I have to give a little plug For my friends, Ann Fields and Sue Latham They're going to be having an event um, Ghost Scribes, you know, right in time for uh, Halloween So it's all spooky stuff so anyway, I just saw that they were going to be on the calendar, so I had to give my girl a plug. Um, but thank you so much for embracing me and wanting to hear what I have to say. I have a doctorate in human sexuality. And a lot of people ask me why I got into this field is because I always felt that my purpose in this lifetime is to help people communicate and articulate their feelings surrounding love, sex, and intimacy. And I focus on intimacy, and I like to call myself an entomologist. Now, not an entomologist with an E, that's a bug expert, and even though I can bug the hell out of some people, I, you know, I'm not a bug expert, it's intimacy expert, so entomology. So anyway, I um, wanted to talk to you today, uh, oh, by the way, the book, game, and uh, coupons, the little love coupons, they're all available here uh, at the establishment, so if you'd like to purchase something, please go through them, because we want to support them, they've been so kind to open up their venue for us. So, as an intimacy expert, what I have found is that a lot of people are very confused about intimacy. You know, if you ask a woman what intimacy is, she will say it's closeness, it's affection, it's, you know, that deep connection. 
But when you talk, ask a man, mostly he'll say it's sex, <laughs> okay? And because of that confusion, we you know, stumble around in our relationship, okay? Intimacy, no, let me, let me, let me define sex first. <laughs> you know, everybody loves to talk about sex. You know, it's stimulating, it's exciting and everything, but everybody's not getting as much sex as they think they are, okay? Or they claim to be, okay? So, sex lasts about seven minutes, on average. Okay, now there's a foreplay, and then there's the afterglow play, okay? But actual intercourse takes about seven minutes, okay? So what do you do with the rest of your time to connect with your lover? And that's where all the good stuff is. It really is. Now, I always say that sex is the physical expression that we have for the desire, for the passion, for the, um, the love we feel for another. But it's physical, okay? Intimacy, on the other hand, which I've written a whole book about it. It's a small book because attention spans are short these days. Um, <laughs> intimacy is trust, care, support, affection, which is a daily thing. Affection is a daily thing. Okay, it's nurturing, it's communication, it's so many things from A to Z. Okay, sex is a component of intimacy, but again, it's a physical expression. So I always try to start with that because I really want people to understand why I focus on intimacy. Because intimacy gives you so much more. Men from as young as four years of age you guys are pushed away from your, your emotions. You're told, you know, don't cry, you're a big boy now. You know, boys don't cry, you know. And, and you're pushed to more physical activities. So you have developed your physicality. And you thrive on, you know, uh, achievement, physical achievement. Women are programmed differently. We make those connections and, and emotions are so ingrained in us. And so that's how we communicate. And once we understand that, that men commu communicate more physically and women communicate more intimately, then we understand each other. So we can give each other more of what we need. Okay? So one of the things that I like to go back and kind of talk about, I just said that about boys, but our views on love, sex, and romance are influenced by so many things, okay? We have our family, which is our first contact with any learning, right? Parents. Then we have the church. Then we have society. We have the media. We have gender rules, we have uh, culture, ethnicity, we have nationality, we have all, and life experience. So we have all of these things that are creating our beliefs and our truths. Now, we have learned over time that the way our parents did something or the way life worked in the past does not necessarily mean that it's the, the best way for things to go moving forward. Okay, so what we have to do is we have to look at what has influenced 
what we believe about men and women and sex and romance and all marriage, all of that, and decide what is true for us. Because we can go, we can, it's like insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and create, you know, expecting different results. And we make ourselves crazy in our relationships, don't we? Because we let our girlfriends tell us, oh girl, you better not trust him. You better not trust her around your man. You know? And it's, it's this craziness, this mistrust and, and just all of this confusion that creates the craziness. And we have to stop and we have to have the conversations. In my book, I always tell my couples, even if they don't buy the book, I tell them, I'm going to send you every day like a little devotional for you to discuss what is affection to you? What is affection to me? You know, how can I show you affection? How do you want me to show you affection? Because how I communicate love is going to be different from how you communicate love. And it's the way I want to receive love. So in that, there is auditory. People who love to hear you say, I love you. They want to talk. They want to hear you say things to them. Then you have someone that is kinesthetic, and they like to feel, you know, touch you. They like hugs. They like to hold hands. They're touchy-feely people. Okay, you have to express love to them by being close and in touch with them. Okay? Then you have people who are very analytical, and they need to talk about the deep feelings and they need to to really figure things out they they're almost like a CPA <laughs> you know they are engineer they like to figure things out so you really have to stimulate their mental just a little bit just a little bit you don't drink like you so why do you, I, I know it has to do with like upbringing too, but why do you think like even like say for instance, take this tonight as an example to where it's like when you have the opportunity to open up and talk, because we all talk to, with men, if we don't talk to our girls, we talk to our homeboy. And same thing with women, if they don't talk to you, they telling somebody. You know, I've been in situations where a relationship didn't work and we were telling the same friend the same thing, but mm -hmm. we didn't talk. So to me, my mindset is like, what is the fear of interacting, like why do you think we have a fear to interact and ask questions? Even in tonight, some people may have come in with questions and you get paid to do this. Yes. But to come and give free information, like you're you're talking about something, I won't say sugar-coated, but you're giving them a display of what you do. So my mindset is like, why do you feel like in arenas like this, we don't take, you know, advantage of having this conversation, not to be funny, white people in here, but white people are quick to say, why do you say that? What do yeah. you mean? Where do you like? We don't never really ask for proof of anything in love and relationships and anything. So, like, is that something that you feel like it's just a don't ask, don't tell, a hush, be quiet? Why well, do we do that? I mean, it, and, it, and it can stem from a lot of things. And, and you know, in the past, we we didn't have that foundation. Mm -hmm. You know, and we still struggle with having a solid foundation with parents in the household mm -hmm. so that we can learn from each one. That's right. Okay? So if you have parents, it's crazy. 
Yeah, you know, mama, okay, and I'm gonna give you an example, okay? My mama, bless her heart, could not keep her legs closed. She has 12 children by 10 different men. Right? Okay, so here, I mean, it's revolving door. I mean, okay, so, oh, Anthony's daddy, I got a brother named Anthony too. Anthony's daddy's here today, and, you know, he don't like some of us, but, okay, so then uh, Yvette's daddy's going to be here, you know, in a couple of days, and, and okay, he he takes to a couple of us, but, you know, you know, you know, it's like all of that decisive, you know, divisiveness in, within the family. And when you don't have solid um, guidance and teachings, then... You're going to be fumbling around and stumbling around trying to figure life out. But if you have a solid foundation at home and someone is teaching you and showing you in their own displays of affection and care and, and respect, okay, then you're going to stumble around and you're going to try to figure out, you know, what's wrong with me? And it's not that anything's wrong with you, it's you just didn't have that solid foundation. But you can get it, because then you can say, okay, I'm not broken. There's just some things that I'm lacking, so I'm just going to, like, just take it all in. And I'm going to ask questions, and I'm going to talk, and I'm going to figure out. And, it, you know, and we're all here doing the same thing. we all going to leave here one of these days, you know. So why not just try to figure it out now? so that you can go on and live a blissfully happy rest of your life. You know, and, and I've been with the, the same man for 13 years, going on 14 years. We just got married this year. <laughs> just got married this year, but I didn't have the stress of, of worrying about whether or not he loved me because I saw it in his actions. And it's an interracial relationship, and he was worried in the beginning Okay, I, how am I going to, and what, you know, oh, she's a black woman, is she angry, is she, <laughs> is she going to hit me, is she going to throw my clothes out, you know, he was worried about stuff like that, and I just chuckled because I'm like, baby, I, I'm not going to do anything to you, okay, when you are ready to leave, just tell me, you know, and I said, it ain't going to be nothing nice if I find out you're doing something behind my back when I, to, I gave you the floor and said, okay, if you don't like it, just go and leave, you don't, we don't have to make no drama, and it don't have to be craziness. You know, we we just say, okay, look, that was fun. You know, it was all we all cool. You know, you going about your business, I'm going about mine. Cause we can be sensible. I'm not saying it's not gonna hurt. Soon as he closed the door, I'll be like, oh, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> why didn't it work? You know what? What happened? Why did he leave? You know, yeah, it would be all crazy. It's not monster. You know, but. I'll be able to pick myself up, you know, go through my transition, heal, and all of that, and then I'll go on and I'll find somebody else. Okay. Um, how do you deal with situations sometimes that you don't feel like either talking mm -hmm. or technically maybe being bothered? Then, you know, situation continues to happen, uh, what do you do in that situation? Well, if you're not a, a, an auditory person, okay, but your mate is, then you have to say, okay, 
this we got to work out a system. I'm going to give you all the conversation you want from this time to this time. And then you got to understand that I need my brain needs to just download. I need to go over here and do what I need to do and just be quiet. Okay? And and I'll tell you why that's important because we both work at the house. <laughs> oh my god, and I'll be I'm I'm working on another six months more power to him i'm happy for it but it's like do you really know a person in a year for me i'm like i need to go through birthdays holidays meet your parents you need to switch that you need to be mine you need to see how i am on that day if i'm selfish if i'm and i just think that's that's so much to learn about a person in such a short period of time and it could be it could be but if you've come if you come from a loving nurturing caring respectful family you know, and all, you surround yourself with those kinds of attitudes, then you're very trusting, and you know, and you just want to go, oh, I met this great person, oh my God, I'm in love, I just want, oh, I'm going to ask her to marry me, oh my God, you know, and you're just so full of all this good stuff, right? And so you just go and you propose, and how are you going to get married? Okay, but you can pause, okay, pause, 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 and say, Oh, you know, let's let's talk about some deep stuff. Now, first of all, guys, you talk about some deep stuff with a woman, she's gonna be like, "Oh, he, loves he loves me. He wants to talk to me about my feelings." Yeah, <laughs> right? Yes. Because that's how women communicate emotionally. I came up with this game because I knew if guys saw the name of the game, Intimate Foreplay, they were like, ooh, gonna get laid. <laughs> you know? And the woman is going, oh, but we're gonna talk. Okay, we're gonna play this game. Let's talk. You know? But if you play this game with her and she gets all of the, the communicating and all the good and wonderful feelings, she gonna give you some. Because she's gonna feel comfortable. She's gonna feel like, oh my God, he really opened himself up and he talked about stuff that's important and deep and you know, we're yeah, we're nurturing each other. And she she may not do it the night you play the game, but you know, you're earning coochie coupons. You know, you heard about that? All those. Little sweet things you do for a woman, she's paying attention. She's paying attention. Yes. Can I can I actually speak to? Oh. Okay. Wait. Let me get. Let me. I have a quick question. Okay. Well, it, 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 sometimes he's a slow, he's a slow processor. Okay, you just can't, you know, just rush him into it. Just, you know, what's the rush? 
You're a young woman. Just, uh, hey, let him, no, 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 no. Because what you don't want to do is give him an ultimatum and he's a good oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. Then you, he's, you know, he's going to bolt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, no. If he hasn't come in, if you know, you know, wait a minute, because like I said, 13 years before we got married, right? But there was no doubt in my mind that he had my best interest at heart. I couldn't leave the house without him saying, You got money? You got cash in your wallet? Because, you, you know, yeah, you got the credit card, but do you have cash money in case something happens? You need cash money. Um, Still opens the door, still carries the groceries in, anything heavy. I got that. If you just put it down, I got it. I mean, you know, you know that song, When a Man Loves a Woman. Come on, what's his name? Eddie Pearl or Eddie, what's his name? What is it, mom? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know that song? He talks about when a man loves a woman, he they show it in their actions. And if he don't come to the carpet and it's been that long and you don't feel in your heart that he's the one, then, you know, okay, my hairstylist, example. And she she was with this guy and, I mean, you know, hairstylists, they tell you everything when they're doing your hair. So <laughs> she was like, you know, I think I caught him screwing around. So I, you know, I followed, I went to his house and he comes flying out of the back you know, trying to act like he went fishing or something. And it was some kind of waste, but she caught him. She caught him. He had another woman there, and she saw the woman leave the house and all this kind of stuff. And he was supposed to be gone fishing, okay? So anyway, so she was like, I'm just done. So she was done with him She because she had her own place. He had his own place. And then he comes back, and he bought her a Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. He bought her a Louis Vuitton. Wait a minute. So he's doing all the things that she had asked him to do before, but he didn't do. So he, he's doing all this stuff. Bought the Louis Vuitton and all this stuff. Still no ring, but he bought a Louis Vuitton. So then he comes and he, um, what did he do? He, he did something else. And then he asked her, why don't you just move in with me? And then she got to thinking, okay, well, then I can save all my money and I can live on him and nah, 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 nah. And I'm like, don't do it. You are, okay, so First of all, you're blocking your blessings. Because if you know in your heart, you know, you check your intuition. You know if someone is not, if it doesn't resonate in your spirit, in your heart. You know when someone is not right. Walk away. Walk away and stop blocking your blessings. The real man, the man that's supposed to love you and care for you and take care of you and be in your corner is waiting to come into your life. And you letting this mess block your blessings. Same thing with the woman. I don't care how good the booty is. If she ain't the one for you, you need to walk away. Because you keep, you know, I, I do believe in this energy. I always say, women, you can be used as a toilet or an old comrade. Okay? Or... You can find someone that's going to treat you like a princess. Men, you can dip your dipstick in any old sewer. Okay? All right? 
But what, are you going to be able to get all, all of that off of there? No, it's going to be some residue, and the residue is going to follow you. It blocks you from what truly is out there for you. And we got to stop doing that. Just don't be so damn passive. Just look, what I want is this. And if you don't measure up to this, then I got to go. I got to go find the, the man that's going to be the man. I got to go find the woman that's going to be the woman. I can't play these games no more. But you gotta, it's gotta, you, you gotta know it from here, you know. Okay, you have one more. Yeah, I, I can't let him help y'all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, 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 I'm telling everybody because I got told her before to come in. She charges three, four, five hundred dollars an hour. All this information, why she's giving for free? So even like, okay, so let's go to me. So after the ten years. At the beginning, like, so basically twice a year, we have this conversation where, okay, we're just going to be just friends for extra, you know, sex on the table or whatever. Twice a year. So, I've, I'm 29 years old. I've never been in a committed relationship. So, and then when I talk to other guys, sometimes it runs in a way that, oh, you've never been in a committed relationship. And it's, it's kind of hard for me to kind of get past it and, like, get back out there. So, it's like, it's hard to have this attachment this other guy who made my parents, those are moms. Yeah. Cut the cord, yeah. shower off all of that attachment that you supposedly have to him, and step into a new light, a new energy where you can attract that committed relationship. As long as you're holding on to this, you, you, you straddle the fence. You're like, okay, I'm over here looking for somebody, but, okay. Okay, but no, I'm here. I'm here, everybody. No, you can't. You have to close that door, step over here and say, okay, now I'm ready to get busy. I'm ready to embrace true love, a commitment, intimacy, but you can't keep going over here. If he's not giving you what he wants and he keeps letting you play that game back and forth, all he knows is this. Okay, um, she's going to say this, and then I'm going to go back, and in a couple weeks I'm going to get some booty. Are you a, are you a cum rag? A what? A cum rag. Oh, no. Okay, so why are you letting him treat you like one? But also, you deserve better, baby. All I'm saying is don't let him treat you like that. Yeah. Don't lay in the wet spot no longer, girl. Move. Yeah. But with that being said, you also have to look at it from a perspective of men and women are in relationships that sometimes they know are over. Right. You feel it, somebody's told you, or you just know yourself. But we don't want to, we, we don't want that change. We don't like change. But what about what you can't, because a lot of times you hear, I know so many female friends that are waiting, not to be funny, maybe in her, they're waiting for the guy to do it. Like, if you to know, to, to, end to, to end it. But like you, like you said, you yeah. got to take that power mm-hmm. out of yourself because what you'll do is you'll end up resenting him. Not only will you resent him, you're going to resent yourself later on because you wasted some time, but and all, and you're also just building up hate that to where you're but the, arguing every other day because you know you should be gone and he should be gone, but for whatever reason... And what, what makes you think it's going to change if he does t- make a commitment to you? Exactly. He's still going to play those games. He's going to dangle you 
on the string like he's been doing, and if you give him the ultimatum and he bites, it's not going to last for the year. Because you're going to expect him to change, and he's not. And then you're going to be, why are you spending any more time, precious time? Your time is valuable. You are valuable. I wouldn't give him another night. I would be like, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm done. You don't treat me like I'm valuable. You don't respect me. You don't, you know, you don't cherish my heart, and the, you know, treat me like I am your prized possession. Why? Don't give him no more time. Okay, wait here. Oh, um, <clears throat> so you know, we got influences. You know, whether through the church or through society. How do you know you're really ready to make that commitment or marriage or whatever? Like, what what is some take home? You know? to make that decision, like, you know what, I want to be with this person. Well, first of all, you can't get them out your mind. You're constantly thinking about them. You want, you want to touch them. You want to be close to them. You want to hold their hands. You want to hear what they got to say. You want to hear their voice. You want to, um, you want to make them happy with doing little things. You know, you, you can not eat, but you're like, you know, oh, I just want to look at her. You know, yeah, yeah, no, no, (laughs) no, you gotta, you know, you gotta sustain yourself, but I'm just saying, love will make you do some crazy things. And, and even in that state of euphoria, but you can step back and you can still say, okay, am I wasting all these wonderful feelings on somebody? Is it reciprocated? You know, is she respecting my feelings? Is she a kind person? Is her language to me, is it nurturing, loving, and caring, and, you know, all of those things. You start to look, where is the, is there any inadequacies? You know, and just don't settle. Don't settle. You deserve true love. You deserve to be cherished and, and honored and loved and appreciated and pampered and all of these wonderful things. So if, if, if that person is not giving you all of those things and you can resolve it in a conversation and, and, and really, you know, kind of give them the benefit of the doubt, oh, we just need to, we need to talk a little bit and we need to clear the air and make sure that our, our beliefs are some kind of, you know, where we can kind of blend this thing together. And, and if you can't work it out, you know, throw that jigsaw puzzle out, <laughs> you know, throw that jigsaw, get you another one. <laughs> you know, that could have been like a landscape, you know, we'll get you a fruit bowl that you know, this puzzle is going to be easier to put together. So, you know, just, you got to be true to yourself. You know, just don't let people play with your heart. Don't let people play with your emotions and play with your mind and your body for that matter. Okay, you you had a question. <clears throat> okay. Are the steps or stages different for someone over 40 that start a new relationship or dating? Um, is there a different time period for romance or talk about sex or no. get involved in all those things? And what I mean by that is, in my experience of... Um, dating after 40. Mm-hmm. 
My experience is um, men won't talk about sex first. I mean, oh, first, first meeting or yes, first talking. Or. Because they, they want to rule out anything that ain't. Men want to be pleased. They want to be pampered. They want to be praised. They want to be powerful. Okay? So they want to nip it in bud. Okay. So and they look, and they run another time. And, and you know, when they get over forty or fifty years old, you know, they're like, "Oh, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that." And you don't have time for it. No, I don't. But you want to want to have the conversation, have the conversation, and just let see how it resonates with you. See, and if it if something is like mm, it's just not sitting right with my spirit, mm-hmm. then you can walk away and say, "No, nah, that's not the one." Because you're adults, you can talk about sex all day long. Right, right. You know? You've been there, been around the corner a couple times, it's okay. You can talk about sex, but you know, you know how it feels deep in your spirit. And you need to just act on that. And to piggyback off of that, it reminds me of times when I've like gone to a new city and I'm trying to take a train or a bus. The minute I get on the bus, I would ask the bus driver without shame, like, does this bus go to this place, yeah. right? Before I take this ride, I'm trying to understand, is this gonna, is this taking me to where I know I need to go? Exactly. And I think a lot of times in relationships, we'll just get on the bus and, and like, I see where it's gonna yeah. go. Mm-hmm. And then we, we get all the way down the road, and we're like, mm, you know. All afraid to ask, because we feel we're gonna be, feel stupid, you know? It's like, you and the bus, you know. break up, and you now yeah. are across town, that was supposed to be over there. Right? That's a good analogy. That's a very good analogy. That's a very good analogy. At that point, whether you want to ride or not. Yeah. So hopefully you guys didn't get too caught up in uh, this episode of the podcast. Like I told you guys, it was a micro version. We had about an hour and 15 minutes of content left. But we really, really want you guys to show up for the next time that we have an event, which is coming soon, maybe November, December. So look forward for that. You can follow us on www.therealityis.com. You can follow me at Sir Robert Poe on Instagram. You can follow us, The Reality Is, on Instagram, Twitter, Anchor, uh, Facebook, Everywhere. If you want to send in a topic or be on the uh, podcast, hit us up at info at the That's T H A the reality is.com. I don't know about you guys, but when I went back and edited this and I listened to it, I love the sound of the, 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 the spoons. I can't even get my thought. The spoons clicking, the cups clicking, the coffee shop, the banter in the background, people talking, people conversing and interacting with each other on the podcast, behind the podcast. It was several times, if you could have been there, people who were just walking in were coming up to the front to see what we were talking about. Some of them even took a seat to listen. We only wanted to have about 20 people there in the whole place. Um, Ended up being about 50 people. Some people from inside, um, from outside came inside. So it turned out to be a great night again, man. I want to say thank you to everybody for coming. Thank you for always supporting The Reality Is. And, man, always remember, inhale courage to exhale success. Go make it a great day. You guys be blessed. Oh, before I get out of here, I'm dropping this one today. This is Monday. But I did get in the studio this weekend, me and Beeman Shaver, and we made a podcast. And as I promised, we will have that dropping this Wednesday. So stay tuned for that. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, 
uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, all of that. We out there. Follow us. Leave a rating and a review. If you don't like the show, tell us anyway. We don't care. See you next time. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.